Okay, good evening. So, actually tonight will be a little bit of review. Then we'll go further. Probably in the middle actually will be a little bit of review. You'll know this, this wall of Moksamachos, Chesu, and Kiss. Because as I mentioned last week, um, not ever foreseeing uh, what happened this past week, that the, you know, in certain uh, European countries in the Far East, uh, the way you get into a synagogue is you need to carry a passport. And I said, when we were giving the share last week about fridges and freezers and moving fridges and freezers and discussing Muksamachas Chesur Kis, which is really the first, for whatever reason, is the first Muksa discussed in Hilchas Muksa, uh, I mentioned I wanted to discuss this question. So, uh, now we'll discuss it and we'll actually, I guess, appreciate in certain countries why synagogue security is so important, why they would make you. Uh, actually, take a you know a passport uh, into into the, these synagogues itself. So uh, we had said last week that that the, the Gemara says in Kufnid Zion that even Rabbi Shimon, who is who is um, somewhat uh, has different opinions about Moksa with Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, the Gemara says. Um, I feel very sure that the actually Muksa Machas Chesar and Kiss, Muksa, which is Machas Chesar and Kiss, Muksa, which we're very concerned about, very expensive. We, we discussed last week very precious uh, things. People, people don't want anyone touching. Are very careful about it. Put in certain places. Such Muksa, even Rabbi Shimon's Maida, even he agrees. Why? Because it's the explicit Mishnah. The Mishnah says, "It's not called Kalim. You tell him B'Shabbos." You can move any vessel on Shabbos, which we said moving means right? There's all kinds of laws of muksa, but except for masaragal, uh, this big saw, which you cut a big lumber saw, or a yeted shomachresh. I don't remember what a yeted shomachresh is called. No, it's coulter. A coulter. The plow thing. Plow. Yeah. Coulter. Right. Oh, oh, using art scroll. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's a culture. Uh, it's actually Rashi says it. You don't have to, you don't have to that's not Rashi over here. If you look at Rashi, who looks to the Gemara, to the Ted Shomachresh, look at what does Rashi say? Rashi? Is there Rashi in those Gemaras? There's Rashi, read Rashi, Ted Shomachresh. Oh, okay. Hachoyfer has a karka. We have Ted Shomachresh, which is. Which which digs or plows the ground? What's Coulter Belaz? It was called Coulter even in old French. Coulter Belaz, right? The truth is, I don't think anyone uses plow like that today, anyways. So whatever word it would be, it would not be a common modern day word. No one's using a plow like that today. It would probably would have uh, taken that the, the, an old Latin or French or an old English word for it. Um, so a bottom line is is that as we said last week, that Muksamachmas Chester and Kiss. Uh, both Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yossi, everyone agrees, is, is Asr. Not only is it Asr, it's Asr, the Tzarekufa Makoma, really the Shulchan Aruch says it explicitly. We said that last week as well, that Muksamachas Chesur and Kis starts all of, all of Hilchas Muksam. Hilchas Muksam is found in Sinan Ches, uh, which, which the name of the Shimon is, things are permitted to move and not permitted to move on Shabbos. Says the Machaber, Kol HaKalim, all kinds of vessels, and you tell them you can move a Shabbos Chutz, now the Gemara in Kuf Chaf Gimel 123 actually said that, that uh, Coulter or a 
big saw are not the only types of vessels which we're very careful about and people don't want like little kids or other people or other adults using it. And people put it very in special places. We said a second shita, a shita knife because it has any nicks or knacks, it's not good, it's not a kasha shita knife. Or or of nila, an isma which they for soifrim. What's uh, an isma? It's a it's a unique it's a, an instrument. Uh, or or a knife. Uh, which soy from go ahead and uh, fix their 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 their, their quills with. Kevin since you're so careful, they don't, you don't use it for anything else. Nobody cuts an orange with their shechita knife. No moel is taking his moel instrument. Not if he wants to get hired by anyone and using it to pick his teeth with, right? For many reasons, by the way, you can miss. You know, uh, I, all of these things. Nobody uses it but for its cause. If you want to take a hammer and crack a coconut, no one's going to give you a deal. If you choose to use your big knife, I don't recommend it, to, go, to cut a little steak, you know, it's your choice, you don't really care, you may be a little bit unwilled, that's what you would do. But these, these, these type of things you don't use for anything else. You only use a mila, the, the kalim for mila, for mila, you only use shkita for shkita, you put it in careful places, you don't want them to get ruined. They're moksimachas chasun kisses machaber, and therefore, also talful the Shabbos, they're forbidden to move on Shabbos, a filo tzorach b'koymo, even if you need a place, and even the Torah Kufo, and even if you need it for itself, so you can't use it for any other reason. If you have no other knife, and you say, you know what, I'll take my chances on the Shabbos, so use my Shkita knife, you can't use it. If you need to get the thing, as mentioned, let's say something is a Moksamachas, Machas uh, Kis, like you mentioned, according to Avoyashev, if your your keeps your house fell behind your fr- freezer, you can't move your freezer because he holds Moksamachas Chasun Kis. So you can't move your freezer. Again, that's a big chiddush. Ramesha and most places would hold not that way. But if you hold Moksamachas Chasun Kis, it doesn't make a difference if it's your only key. You can't do it. And by the way, as I said, if you can't leave your house, you can't leave your house. Just so that, you know, just jumping ahead to my passport question, the chayra wouldn't make a difference. If it's also the Tzarek Gufo Milkomo, Right, you can't use it for any reason on Shabbos. The minute something gets a classification, a gather of muksamachas chasun kis, it is forbidden. Would a freezer be in that category? Would you? It was the last week. Yeah. Better view. I said, Ravoyashiv held since it's a set place, and you never move it. Right? You don't move your fridge or freezer. It's, it was the way Ravoyashiv came out, and this, that the main thing of was mukoymo. Right, it's Makaimo that since a machbid that my fridge fridge says says if your if your children come to your house and move a fridge in the middle of your kitchen or move it anywhere else you're gonna be upset, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's not where the fridge goes. <laughs> right? The fridge has a place. Now your 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 uh your your hammer you could put it anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. The other things you'll put in all kinds of places but you're careful you put your fridge in a place and then for all the Yashad since it, it's it's moksa anyways, everyone agrees that fridge or fridge is moksa. Just most would hold it's moksa machmasesser. It's a it's type of of, of moksa. That again, the door of a fridge or freezer is always mutter legamre. Okay, but the base to move the fridge or freezer, it's moksa machmasesser. That's the pashas. What Revolyashev understands and others as well, albeit that the minority opinion, is if I'm careful to put something always in some place, that's a problem. The Chazanish says if you have a picture. Which you never take down, and you want in a certain place, even if it's not that expensive, it becomes muksamat maschasmikis because that is the place where it goes. You know, I mentioned that I you know I, I I know someone who they're so OCD. Every time you move something in the house, like they put it back immediately. immediately you know, you know, 
they're so peculiar, so particular. I mean, peculiar too, but so particular. <laughs> you know, they literally can't move anything. It's like a museum. You know, for those who went to Stanford, you know, you something for the Judaica. Were they ever going to do the Judaica thing? No, I saw the tape. You saw the tape. Did you feel bad you didn't go? It, it looked like it was very interesting. Yeah, you could still go with it. But let's say you had a, n- a really nice watch and you only wear it on Shabbos. So you're very particular about where you put it. But a watch, bring- not, if it's not, a watch is not Muxamach Mas Isser. So what we said is uh, that according to Ramesha Ravad, that most place can, it has to be Muxa. Once it's Muxa, you, you're careful about it, right? Yeah. A watch is inherently Muxa. There's only one kind of watch that would be for, well, actually one. There are, today there are other kinds of watches. But is a passport inherently Muxa? Yeah, a, pas- a passport is. Like, we'll see that. Uh, well, let's hold on passport. Right. Let's hold on passport. Okay. So, but wherever it is, you can't move it. So if it is Muxa, it doesn't make a difference that the fact that you can't get to Shul in Vienna or in Rome, it won't make a difference because you can't move something that's Muxa Machas Chasun Kis. It means that the minute I give us a, 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 a definition of Muxa Machas Chasun Kis, it doesn't mean you can't move it. Mm-hmm. It's also, even if it falls down, even if you can't get into the Shul, you're stuck. You can't, there's no heter even with Sarah Kufa to, to go ahead and move it. Now, why is Muxa Machas Chasun Kis so stark, right? Typically, the vast majority of muksa, the vast majority of muksa, you can go ahead and move. If you need it, it's not going to right? Almost all muksa, that's the case. So actually, it's a Rekiva Eger, I think, is a good start for that. He, he talks about it, it's an interesting Eger, in Shulchan Aruch, it's in his Haggais. Maisha, who's Rekiva Eger? Sounds familiar, one of the... Sounds familiar. Goodness, I'm happy it sounds familiar. I think it was one of the guys from the Gemara. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> more, more recent. <laughs> uh-huh. Rabbi Akiva was in the Gemara, that's true. Yeah. That, not the Rabbi Akiva. No, this was, um, yeah, one of the commentaries. Uh, Alex? 18th century. It's true. He was. He lived in the, in the late 18th century, early 19th century. I can't remember. Where was he? Who was he? If you're asking me, then it might be German. Uh, I want to see if you're a nationalist or not. That's that's a dirty word lately. Uh, yeah. <coughs> and um. And no, where's he? Is it Kiva Eger? Was it Rav? In Posen. Where's Posen? Posen. Where's Posen? Okay, so you're you're not a, you're a Polish nationalist, not a German nationalist. It's on the border of Poland and Germany, I want to say. Like, uh-huh. right. so. Poznan? Yeah, yeah, it's on the, on the, really close to the German border. Yeah, but most of the time it was on, it was it was on, it was it was in um, it was in Poland. It's on the, in the far west of Poland, right? All the way on, not in the not in not in the, the typical part of where the Jewish settlement was in Poland, which were the, the major settlements in Poland were in uh, cent- Congressional Poland, the center of Poland, Krakow, Warsaw, and Galicia. Certainly, all, all on the on the on the because of course Ukraine, which was in the many years. The Poland that Galicia went into Ukraine. So like those are the two. He's uh, far out of the Polish-German border. So keep eager, Maisha. Never forget that. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Um, and is. Um, no, 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 it's not a popular. We'll get to Machaber. Don't worry. Okay. So keep eager. Says as I. If you want to volunteer for I'll call you. Says Rukivay, wait! Rukivay and Simon Reish Samak Zayan Hilfa Shabbos. 
Now this is it. This whole the Rishon Avav actually. This whole simon in Rishon Avav is a very interesting uh, simon. It talks about all these things. Uh, if you're traveling, actually, if you're learning Rishon Avav, you're you, after the fact you're in big trouble. Sometimes if you're traveling uh, and you get stuck, you're on the road Friday afternoon, like two weeks ago. I get an email from Elisa Leon, which made a Shabbos in San Francisco on Shabbos. And I see her husband in Shul. So what happened? You guys stayed home? No. His wife went to San Francisco. He was working. Got on the highway. An hour and a half before Shabbos. What do you think happened? Traffic can't have traffic. Traffic. You know what he did? Turns around. But if you're stuck, you know, if you're stuck, what are you going to do? I remember a few years ago, uh, people were traveling from, from Tel Aviv, B'nai Brak, and there's a sudden snowstorm in Yerushalayim, which is super un, 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 uncommon. Now, they don't, if they have a half an inch of snow, they shut down the city. They don't know what to do in Yerushalayim. It's so rare there. They, they don't have snow plows. You know that, by the way. Israel does not have essentially snow plows in this area. They have snow plows only up north. They don't have them there. So people got stuck on the highway. They couldn't go anywhere. They got out of their cars. People walked to, like, Tolstone place and like that, he just couldn't go. Well, this soon talks about what do you do if you're stuck in the road? Well, what do you do, by the way, if you're in an Arab territory and you're stuck in the road? Do you just pull outside and knock on the door and say, Ishmael, Muhammad, <laughs> can I come to you for Shabbat? And he says, Shalem. <laughs> you know, maybe he's a nice guy, you know, but maybe in the back they see that Korean Hamas fan flag, you know, I don't know if you would take the chance or not. You know, again, it could be a very nice guy. Also, it could be a philosopher. So you got to know where in, if you're in the West Bank over there, then you know. Well, maybe you should keep traveling. You know, keep going. Why would you keep going to Kol Kafish, right? And also, remember one thing: we're driving. Once it's Shkia to say something, it's a big discussion. What's actual Shabbos? So, under what circumstances, what could you do? Okay, that maybe we'll give a sure on that. By the way. Uh, Although maybe I won't ever wish and then just say to you, never, let it never happen in your life, and then if it does happen, well, Hashem uh, Mezor. Send you an email. Yeah, send me, <laughs> tell, me, tell me the details. <laughs> yeah, Hashem, yeah. I'm, so, I'm joking about that. But, you, you, you know, you, you... What? Yeah, I think there was one situation from a fire. The um, People were stuck on the freeway for about seven hours. Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of stories. It happens to be... I, I, my, I remember my, my brother-in-law's... My brother's brother's bar mitzvah. There's a there's a blizzard in New York, and, and there's a bunch of yeshiva kids. Now it's my brother-in-law's brother's bar mitzvah, so I didn't go. I mean, you know, this guy today is married. So I was going in Lakewood. I was, I didn't go because there was a snowstorm. It, it was in a hotel or whatever. Uh, but his school, he went to a yeshiva called Darchetayer in Farakoy, and his they had a school bus full of his bar mitzvah friends. They bought from the school. They left. This bus got stuck in the snow. And there were major shilas of what to do. First of all, they let it keep going because they couldn't stop on the highway. Right? And so they, they were calling the bottom a half hour of shots from the Yeshiva, calling yeah. the Yeshiva. Second of all, if the school bus doesn't get there, this kid's bar mitzvah is going to be ruined. Yeah. All of, literally all of his friends are on that bus. Right? You know, they're also kids. Where are you going to put all these kids for yeah. Shabbos? They're not like adults. Can't let them sleep in a gas station, you know. I know a Rob who told me they got stuck once on the on the on the on the, on the Garden State Parkway. And so I heard it. I didn't tell him actually. He got he slept in the gas station on Friday night. Pulled into a gas station, slept in the gas station. That's it. Okay. 
you went down to about 40, 40, uh, seventh or eighth graders. This is a major shot. Anyway, so the Rikita Igor is going in seven. And over there, he's talking about let's say you find, when you're traveling, the last thing is if you find the wallet on the road, um, could you take it if you think it's a lot of money and someone else is going to take it? Or so you know it's somebody's wallet. That's the discussion. And all that, Rikita Igor, because a wallet in those days, we saw this last week, a wallet in those days is Muxamaka's custom kiss. Because you only kept money there. Today, people keep their credit cards, Moshe, and cash. They have, they have their ventures in there. They have pictures of their, their baby daughter. Who knows them in there? You're like, they have all kinds of other things in their wallet. So, a wallet is not Moksamachas Chesmer Kids, it's Moksamachas Isser. Right? Recently, a lady came to the shoal with a pocketbook. Woman came with a pocketbook. You mean on Shabbos? On Shabbos. Mm-hmm. So, I said to her, you should really shouldn't call it a pocketbook. So it happens to me. There's plenty of women who can... Is a pocketbook moksa? Well, that goes right into this question. Today, people put all this stuff in the pocket. If the pocketbook only carried money, it would be moksa even if there's no money in it. Right? We saw it last week. Right? We saw it last week. If a wallet or a pocketbook is only used for money, it's, it's moksa. If your pocketbook only has your makeup and your cell phone and your wallet, it would be moksa. Period. Right? But today, people put their sidron in there and they keep all their... You know, they keep a, a granola bar in there in case they're hungry, whatever they keep in there. But I told this lady, happens to be, I thought it was a bad idea to bring a wallet, uh, a pocketbook, because most people who come to an Orthodox show with pocketbooks are the ones who have cell phones. And they're coming for a bar mitzvah, they're coming for a... It's not much like a Maris type thing. It's not Mkubal. So anyone from, like, you never in a billion years see a, a woman in a mainstream, like, Lakewood or Brooklyn go to a shawl with a pocketbook. That would never happen. I mean, no chance. So, you follow clients, so. And there's a reason they don't do it, because, again, not, not too long ago. I, so, but, oh, but you find the wall, no thing, there's Muxlachas, Chesrokis, and also Kivayegor says, following thing. I'm going to jump in the middle of Kivayegor over here. Goodness, I can see if you get the days. Wall, let me pop quick. So he says, Interesting because there's also a positive commitment to return lost items. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't break Shabbos for it. It's not there for Shabbos. Um, Alright. It's a little bit Anything that's unlocked to the Isser, let's say a hammer. But you can use it to crack a coconut, right? A scissor. No, there are things you can use a scissor for with it, which are which are okay. I mentioned last week that you could take a screwdriver on yamtif, on Shabbos, on yamtif. It's still muksa, but you can light a candle on yamtif. Candles not muksa on yamtif. And if you need to put a candle, the second night of yamtif, take a screwdriver. Now today we're fancy. We have the aluminum cup holders that you put the candle in. Who would put a candle directly into a candle holder, right? Today, yeah, those 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 aluminum foil ones. Why would you get your old candle holder dirty? But in the old days. They get, you know, they have the candle holder, they have to scrape it out after Shabbos, right? Oh, to make more room. To make more room, so you yeah. can take a screwdriver. Now, a screwdriver is what you use to write you the... What's the question? What do you use a screwdriver for? Well, normally for... Screws! For screws. So it's muxa, sister, and that, but you can use it for a double header, mm-hmm. right? So, the key that, that that's considered... 
But that after the Tzarek Makomotor, so if it's Mutlat Tzarek Gufo, if there are ways to use it in, in, in a permissible fashion, you can also move the Tzarek Makomo. The Koshes Mitzias had to tobo b'shabas gufo, had to tish tashmishim haragilim b'bachol. You can also use it for tzarich makomo. Then he brings out a shofar that people don't use a shofar. Shofar is used only for a shofar. He says, and people don't use it, use it as a bottle and nothing else. Therefore, it's also tzarich gufo makomo, and that's a general call. He says, well, something you you don't use. Like so again, if you it's, if it's a bris milot tool. If it's if it's your shchita knife, you only use it for something that's asr on Shabbos. You'll never use it for a davar shalhatar. Okay, you would only use uh, for something like that. It's mamish muks. Again, a mail we, we allow. There's no allowed to do mila on Shabbos, which is asr, right? Sometimes that mila could be a mamish. So one's mila, one's mila also to do on Shabbos. Asr gamor. A C-section is asr gamor to do on Shabbos mila. What else? If it's after eight days, if it's and after mm-hmm. before eight days, and we're not, should never do it before, but but certainly yeah. at, right. Even if it's a suffix, right? It's born benishmashus. So you push it till after Shabbos, right? Um, obviously, if there's a yichus, it's a suffix also. <laughs> it's, you're not sure if it's actually like Jewish. You can't do it on Shabbos, right? So, but for a male who can do it, you can move it. So we're still going to keep angry. You know why Moksa? Machas Kesson and Kiss, there's no there's no tzad for you to even serve for a karma. There's no ever tzad hetter. There's no tzad hetter for it. There's no you can't be mat to serve for a karma because the etzin is no tzad hetter. So we keep the rajba. Alex, who's the rajba? Martin, we're just picking you two. Better get ready. Oh, okay. You're, you get like a you get like a three or four week leeway, and then you're on on the way to be. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna disappoint you. Uh, not for long. <laughs> Rajba. Spanish sage. Spanish sage. Okay. Barcelona. Barcelona, amazing. See this? He's very good. That's it. That's it. That's it. We know a century. Must be, must be very short. Good. That's not a century, though. Amazing! Give me a ruglach. Amazing! Why should give me a ruglach? Amazing! There is a Rajma, right? Tama the Ramban says the Rajma in his Chumzigadul the Rajma of Barcelona. So he talks about over here. He's asking about different types of muksai. He goes and says in Tchelik Alex Simon Tuf Reish We actually have a Chumzigadul that's over there. This is from there. That's it. Uh, he says, "Kol muksa bemachmas iser bemachmas mias." So there's different. We're gonna get to these muksa together. A mixed muksa machmas iser, like again something which is used a vessel which is used for iser, or it's mias, which means it's gross. You don't touch gross things, so it's good, right? As long as kol sheish toris klei that you could use in a permissible fa- fashion, right? You can use it with tzarkul from a komo. If there's a usable in it. It's all, always going to be good tzarkul. If you can think of anything that you can use it for, it's mutzalot tzarkul for omakomo. Even if it's something that's almost always used in that way. If I could figure out a good way to use a cell phone on Shabbos for something which is not muksa, right, it would be okay as long as I use it for that. Maybe it's a paper clip. I don't know. I've told some of these ladies last night in the mystery class, maybe you should take your iPhones and crack some notes. Maybe we'll break, we'll break the phone also. <laughs> Right, to be very nice. Shout out the phone. Right, but I don't know. I don't know. We probably like those. 
you know, Qphone 48 from Orange. I don't know if you want to crack nuts with that. But, but if you find a permissible use, if you find a permissible use, it'll be, it'll be okay, because once you can use it, it's much less off from a combo. Um, but with there's no, um, there's no Taurus Kli, which is Machos Kli, like a rock. Rock has no use. Right? In the Gemara, when they used to use rocks to wipe themselves, some people, and they before to shows in the time of Talmud, so they had to designate those rocks before Shabbos. But in today's if you walk by a rock, even though these weirdos buy pet rocks, I wish we were all plush it. Shit, like, what? Pet rocks. You know people buy a pet rock? Yeah. I'm like waiting for these, these, these crazies to, to marry the rocks. You know? It's coming. What? It's coming. I almost would say it's here. Um, but a rock, really, uh, for, for, for in general, has no purpose, and therefore it's always so You cannot take your hands and move a rock for any reason. Even if you want to sit in a place and you, the rock is in your way, you can't move it. It's a muksa. You can't designate it as a doorstop before shadows? No, if you designate it, it's fine. Oh, okay. But if you don't designate yeah. it, it's a problem. And therefore, no matter what happens on Shabbos, it has no use. You can't ever move it on Shabbos. So if you want to sit on the grass, which is fine, there's a big rock there, you can't move it. Ah, you need the place, so make a difference. Right? If you need the rock for a doorstop on Shabbos and you didn't designate it, it's a problem. You can't ever do that. And he says that it has a terse clear as long as it's a good use, you could accept for Muxamachas, except for Muxamachas, except, except for the case of Muxamachas, you know why? Because those you would never use for permitted use. You would only use it for its own use. You don't use it for anything else as an Ajma. So likewise, he says the reason why it's also, so why is, people ask him, why is Muxamachas, Kesvikis, so That's what we just said. So again, if we're going to, to, to go to our, our question coming up, is if it's literally Muxamachas Chesron Kiss, right? So then you can't use it to go from Mokoimo, right? Now, if you remember, we learned that, right, it's, it's more Machmer. The reason it's more Machmer is that the, the mechanism of Muxa, what we allow to move it under certain conditions, doesn't apply here. It literally doesn't apply. We discussed what, what is Muxamachas Chesron Kiss. So we saw the Gemara said, the, the, the Mishnah said things like a Master Gadol. Uh, this big thing, or again, all types of different tools. What was the reason that we said it's muksa? So if you remember correctly, last week we had a whole discussion in Chita Sarashi. Rashi says in the mission in Kuf Chaftim on the, on the base, 123b, says Rashi, to have kapar alayu, we're makbid on, uh, on these things, and we give it a place, right? I, I only... Put my, my, my bris knife or my uh, my bris, uh, the, uh, bris tools or the, the, the shrita knife or my saw. Maybe these people in the garage Goyim have tools. And Jews don't have tools. Maybe you have it. I got some tools. Marvin, 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 and Jim Roberts. <laughs> you know. But, you know, I, Jews don't like fix their car. I'm not saying serious. I'm not saying in the general rule. Most of you didn't know how to do it. Did you fix your car also? Yeah. I figured, how, how does a lawyer how do all this stuff? Where'd you get it? Where'd you get this stuff from? I started out life as an engineer. Oh, that's why, okay. Yeah, I have two left hands. Uh, and I'm ready. Uh, so, you know, but you know, I think the tools, tools go into a place, right? Expensive tools especially, you don't leave out. You put it in a, in a place where it doesn't get, where it won't go. So Rashi says, you have its own makom. It's own muffin. We discussed last week, just very briefly, the Chazanish said, the Chazanish said, and we discussed that, we, which is in Chazanish, which is what Word of Yashua was based on, Simon Gimel, Aishid Zayn Hilcha Shabbos, 
he says, um, if you if you if you give something a place, he learns Rashi literally. If it has a makom, you can't move it. Right? The way the Chazanish understands it, and so is that that the most important thing a mokosamakmas chaser kiss is that you put it in a set place. Right? You're very careful to put it. That's what the Chazanish says. If you have a picture, even if it's not a very valuable picture. But you put that picture in a certain place, or you have a sentimental item, which is important to you, and you put it in that place. Or you something it goes in this place, you can't move it afterwards. Now, we would all say if it's very expensive, or you don't want anyone touch it, it's muksa, machwas chesronkis. But 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 the chazish says if you, the main thing is the place. Ramesha, in Igris Maisha, we said we said this last week. Ramesha says place is lav dafka. Place is just an illustration of things which are very expensive. The Gemara says muksamachas chesron kis are things which are expensive. The lashon of the Chavetz Chaim sounds that way as well. Like Ramesha, the Chavetz Chaim says what's chesron kis? Shemachas chesas hefsed because you're worried about the loss of money. Who machmen alem that you're careful that not to move them, right? You're careful not to move them. But with Ramesha, right? If you remember the correct question, it was asked. How important it is as that place. If you have something that's expensive, which you don't want other people to use, or something very precious, but you don't have a set place, does that make a difference? So says Ramesha, does not have to have yichem makom. I, the gem- Rashi, gets it, uh, at some level his understanding of makom from a Gemara. All makom means that's a sh- that's a li- that's a, that's an illustration of something that's expensive, or something that's important to you that you put it somewhere. But it, all re- the important, the, the operative, the, the factor, the fulcrum of what Mokhlas Nachshu's kisses is something which you don't take, you don't take lightly, you don't use it for anything but its use, and you don't let other people play with it, right? And he says, if you're going to say that Yichem Mokhlam is the Gurim, well, people even put rags in certain places and they keep it that place. That doesn't matter. Or their housekeeper. Or their housekeeper. Right. A housekeeper, of course, is what we said last week. Um, is something that um, uh, what should we call it? Uh, a house is something that um, is mutter. Something that's mutter can never really wouldn't really fall into wouldn't wouldn't really fall into this uh, gather. Uh, the Shir Shabbos Kehilchasa uh, gives several contemporary uh, examples of. Not just the Gemara's example, but there are several contemporary examples. In Shabbos Shabbos Kehokasah, this is in Parachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
of the Chalama are muksa and you cannot move them. That's from Shalom Zalman's contemporary example. Now, I saw, by the way, I saw this last week in the Deer Show. When the Deer, when the deer Show, the Shabur has its notes over here. I think. So it's talking about um, uh, contemporary examples. The Sahab brings out two Datsuhut, uh, identity cards, Darkon passports, where people are careful. They don't leave their passport on the dining room table for anyone to take or use. As I, I, as I took an unofficial poll, a lot of people keep them in safe deposit boxes or in the bank safe deposit boxes or in their house or in a place where they feel it's safe. You know, especially if housekeeping help or anyone else mm-hmm. coming there, you don't, you don't litter, lie around and about. He says, all these things are demigrosophic. Uh, and Rosh actually holds a marriage certificate also, something that's a that you don't want to get lost. What about Ketubah? It depends on how you treat it. By the way, the, 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 I actually appreciate that question, Maisha, because the Mughan of Ram says this following thing. He says, in certain things, it's how you treat it. All, okay. It's how you treat it. Are you careful to treat certain If you're very careful about it, it's very subjective. By the way, if you leave your passport, if you let your kids play with your passport, you never give it that seriousness, and it's fine. If you're a Mughal, and you let... Uh, by the way, I wouldn't hire you because I don't touch your mistakes. <laughs> but if you let, you know, all your neighbors come and move it on Shabbos and play catch with it, then it's not Moksamakaska. You obviously don't care you don't care a lot about it, right? So it depends. Your is not intrinsic that way, but it, it would depend on how you view on how you by the way, now as far as passports, I, I, I you know, it's far more sick, but, but just for them, uh Rivadia, and Mavadia says, also gives example, contemporary examples of Muqsam uh, Akhtas, uh, uh, of Avir, uh, a plane ticket, I guess, in the old, in the old days, or, 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 you know, some, or some kind of, uh, you know, if you don't, people losing your plane ticket. Now today they have it on their phones or whatever. But once upon a time, if you had lost your plane ticket and you went to the airport, what happened to you? You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Well said. Uh, um, different types of uh, mail things, you know, expensive cameras, right? You don't want anyone touching. Um, uh, very expensive paper, uh, brisk things, checks, right? You don't let the other people take your checkbook. Uh, uh, you know, and then he says, dark gun and a passport. Passports also. People don't, don't you know, you treat the passports around. So, if you'd end this year right over here, I would have to say, um, you know, no, no, nothing doing over here. No passports. Stay, go to Vienna, go to Hong Kong, you go to Paris. And so, it's all the old shoulders, especially, they have it. I don't know. I doubt all the Chabads have it, every little dinky Chabad or, or big Chabad, but they, they particularly. You go to Prague, you know, to Maral Shoulder, you go to Krakow and Maral Shoulder. It's not just that there's Jewish security, that these places, they don't want to make sure the facilities themselves are very careful about, about using. Um, I, I know, by the way, Shiran, actually, his brother was doing security in the Chabad in like Hong Kong at one point. And they had like major Israeli security there. We were in Costa Rica not too long ago for Shabbos. San Jose, the other San yeah. Jose, the other, the other San, San Jose, the little yeah. San Jose, right? The little San Jose, yeah. And and they made photocopies of our passports before Shabbos, and they brought all of the passports, the photocopies of the passports, to the shul Friday morning, I guess. Friday morning or Saturday morning? No, Friday morning, I oh. think. And then they interviewed each one of us as we came in. 
and compared us to the copies of the passports. Wow. Now. Were there Israelis working there? there uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, usually they hire Israelis. Yeah. There, I think it's a different reason. They're worried about kidnappings, these two places. Uh, okay. You know, because it's a disproportionately wealthy community for those mm -hmm. places. Like, usually the South American countries, you know, they don't have people getting stalked and stuff like that. Right. Uh, but yeah, but the same thing. Let's say they ask for the passport. The you would not be able to go to Shul. Um, just important for you know, get a little further, there's a, there's a, there is a contemporary sefer on muksa called Shalma Yonasan. Shalma Yonasan is three chalakim on muksa. The one thing he points out, which is important, I just want to put, point this out, it's in the Chalakim uh, Parakdal Oisvav, is that when we talk about muksa machas chasran kiss, it's not talking about people will make a mistake. What's muksa machas chasran kiss? I won't let my kids play with it. A lot of things I won't let my kids play with, right? Uh, you know, there are many parents who will not let their kids play with uh, their, uh, their, their cell phone or, you know, a lot of things in the house because they don't trust kids. And there are things you don't even let your neighbors play with. That does not necessarily make some Muxamachas Chasr Kiss. The barometer of Muxamachas Chasr's Kiss, with the size, is up to you. How you treat it. Where you put it, how careful you are with it. Are you careful? Do you, do, are you nervous about it? Are you concerned about it? Do you take it very seriously? Or not? I mean, that's just an important gather, right? The sort of things we have... So, like, those people who don't let anyone use their phone, but they themselves don't throw the phone around. It doesn't make it It's up to you. It's what you yourself, it's not others, it's that you put in that place because you're nervous about it. You can be a, a, a lonely man of faith, you're in the house by yourself. What's that? What do you, how do you treat things? Not how other people treat them. Now, there's one more type of muxamachasun kiss, uh, which is important, and which well, I want to jump to to answer our question tonight. The Beis Yosef actually for, was the first one to bring this down. The Beis Yosef in Shinchas Moshe. Yeah. Who's the Beis Yosef? Beis Yosef. Um, he was. I think he's one of the um, Sephardic. Um, Good. Moshe. So Rabbi Kiro. Uh, you volunteer. Yeah. Well, sorry. All more details. Um, so Beis Yosef. Um, there's Avadia Yosef, and then Beis Yosef was before that. That's true. Okay. I can't say it wrong. Okay. I want more, more, a little okay. more flush that out. So, so. Yeah, from the, I think it was from the 1700s or. Uh, you were saying a few hundred years, Moshe. Okay, what? So, so, so the mok. Before you want to BS about the mokhaber, right? So, so it's, it is the mokhaber, right? Yeah. So, oh, it is mokhaber. What's his name? Rabbi Carol. Rabbi Carol. Rabbi Yosef Carol, right? Where's he from? Partly in Spain. Born in Spain, 1488. And I think Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. And then? Where's he buried? Spot. Oh, uh, this is like, if you know, if you know, if you've heard of uh, George Washington, right, then you got to know this. Where's he buried? You buried? go to Svat, is one of the, the, the show. I mean, Svat is the glory days of Svat. So Yosef, of course, is his commentary on the Torah, which came before the Shulchan Aruch. And he says the following thing, right over here where we're learning. Um, the Ramam says, You're worried that it's going to go down in value. Very expensive. These are Muksamachas Chesron Kiss. 
Then he says, the Rambam says that Muksim L'Shura is when you're mocked with it, you should not lose it out, right? Even if they're not that expensive. If, you're, if you have a store, okay, and you're selling merchandise, what's one of the things a store owner has to do if you want to sell a merchandise? It's in good condition. You don't want people touching it. Because if people touch it, it's... Now, you're selling shirts. Each individual shirt is cost you fifteen dollars and you sell it for twenty dollars, right? But or, or if it's a if it's a you know a, a, shirt, a lawyer shirt, it's cost you fifteen, you sell it for eighty. You know, a nice white crisp shirt um, for the court days. So, you know, or for New York firms, you know, California firms you can't get away get away with murder over here. Uh, literally. Uh, so <laughs> so so, you know, you, the storekeeper is very careful about his merchandise. So that says the B'Shay stuff is Muxamach Chaschas Kiss. Not because it's intrinsically valuable, but what makes it valuable is the storekeeper is very careful about it. He's very concerned about it because, by the way, I saw somewhere that if you buy something and you want to return it, and the return policy means it has to be in good condition, it's Muxamach Chaschas Kiss on Shabbos. Even if even if it's a, it's a shirt, which you can wear. By the way, what's the Chiddush of Rambam and Yosef? It's something which is not really muksa. What makes it muksa is that you want to sell it. It's a sellable item. It's a returnable item. Mm. So this is a special category of muksa machas chesor kiss. This space Yosef is not quoted by himself in the Mechaber. He does not bring this down. But... Uh, the Ramah the, the does. <laughs> Surprisingly, the Ramah brings the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef doesn't bring down. The Ramah says in this first Sif in Shinchas, Luadin, Kel Miuchod Muschera. This is the language of the Ramah. It's according to Beis Yosef and the name of the Rambam. Vessels that you're going to sell, like clothes or whatever you're going to sell, Umachbed Aleim. That you're machbed, that you don't want, it, it, it machbed, that you don't that you don't want people touching. If you're not machbed, by the way, says the the, the shivura, you can go ahead and, and and move them, and it's, it's not a problem. But any of this follows something which is a sellable item, or you're going to return it, right? Let's tell you to return it. Uh, that itself is, is is a problem. By the way, if you, uh, actually, I'll hold on for one second. The shulchan arach harav, Marvin, who's the shulchan arach harav? I don't know. Alter the Balatanya. The Balatanya. The Balatanya. So the the first Lubavitch Rebbe, who my children think is a great man for important reasons. My children think that they're descendants. That's a good reason, right? I can't. So, Shulchan Aracharab, he brings us Lalacha. Listen to what he says, and this is how we're going to answer a question right now. Says a Shulchan Aracharab. Listen to his language. If you have a vessel which you don't want to use at all, it's and you're about them. You won't use them for anything else. You don't want to lose the value. I feel it's usher, but like he sounds like this halacha is only schera, which is anyways moksa. That you can't do. Uh, you can't move it at all. Once you care very much about this vessel, um, you can't uh, move it, even Sarach um, Makomo, or if you need there. He says, however, that's only if you change your mind that you want to move it on Shabbos. But listen to what he says. 
But if you decide the day before, right, that you want to be able to move it, you're allowed to move it. It means if you decide the day before you're going to move it, you're allowed to move it. So the Shulchan even saying that's Muksa, Machmas Chesar and Kis, which you cannot move on Shabbos, not a Tzorch Kufo, not a Tzorch Mekoymo, okay? You cannot move it on Shabbos. If you had a mind the day before, you can then move it on Shabbos. Uh, if I say that, I usually don't want to touch this merchandise, but I may need to move it to get to my, let's say it's blocking your garage. You have a mind on Friday, I'm going to probably move that for, to get to my garage. Even though it's Muksa Machmas Chesu, which is Asur Tzorch Kufa Makomo, you're allowed to go ahead and move this. Okay? The, 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 this is the first time I saw this concept, the Shri Shabbos Kofas or Shalmaz Al Abach in Nawit says the same thing. Listen, 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 listen to this halacha. And then I actually have a Ha'ar of Shalmaz Amin, this is amazing. It says Shri Shabbos Kofas. Muksa Machmas Chasun Kis. Something's not Machmas Chasun Kis. It's a brisk knife, it's it's uh, an expensive item. Uh, you want to go ahead and use and, and show something which is important. You decide tomorrow you have expensive painting, and you are now getting as your guest. Uh, what's his name? Leonardo Di Michelangelo. I'm going to Okay. My shit. You know Leonardo Di Michelangelo is. I know that one of them, they... No, don't ask this question. Uh, ...butchered the version of the tablets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Michelangelo. Not the, not the, you know. But you got the Da Vinci or Michelangelo coming, right? And you want to you show them your painting. Usually, this painting, you put on the wall and you don't let anyone touch. But to, you decide on Friday, tomorrow I'm going to show it when, 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 when he comes to my house. He became a Balchuva, became a Gare. His name is Moshe Angelo right now. <laughs> You're going to show Moshe your painting. You can do that. It's an amazing thing. It's Pasha Moksmach Chesun Kis. I can even shamish it, Kavur Motor Bishmutal Tatlo. The daily active Algomi. If you can eat Shesar Shalazaman, it works even during the day. That's, and that's what the Shokhan Arachara says. You can have a mind, because Moksmach Chesun Kis is really because you're mocked on it. If you're deciding the day before that I want to go ahead and move this, you can go ahead and do it. By the way, Shalom Zalman says over here, um, he asks a question, could you change your mind on Shabbos? And Lechor, you can't. So which means the following thing. If you're going to Vienna, or to Hong Kong, or to Singapore, your passport is Moksa. That's how the place can come out. Something that's Moksa is Moksa Mahas. Chesun kiss in the passport, and you can't move it to Gofo or Makoma. You cannot use it, which means you cannot go to a synagogue with your passport. If you cannot get into a building on Shabbos without your passport, you cannot go. But if you had a mind before Shabbos, I'm going to carry my passport. Of course, there has to be an Arab. Not how much there's no Arab. Mm-hmm. It has to be an Arab. If I had a mind before Shabbos, I imagine San Jose doesn't have an Arab. That's probably the main reason. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they do. Yeah, the other San Jose, San Jose Hakatan, yeah. uh, they don't have an Arab because it's like you can't carry a passport. But if you're in a city that has an Arab and they demand your passport, well, if you know that and you set aside your passport before Shabbos, I'm going to use it. You have it in mind. 
that I carry my passport tomorrow. works. What's the problem though? Let's say you're going to show in the morning and you get to the show and they say, Where's your passport? So I'm gonna bring your passport. Then you can't get in here without it. You, what you cannot do is then go back to the hotel mm-hmm. and get the passport. Why not? You are not it. Right? Or Friday at dinner, you go to, you're eating dinner, and somebody says, "How about tomorrow? Make sure to bring your passport." Oh, it's Friday night already. It won't work. So the answer to our original question is as follows: A passport, according to the place come today, the way we treat it is muksamachlas cheser and kiss. Right? We're very, very mocked on it. We don't let it go around. Certainly, it's a valuable item, and if we lose it, you'll get stuck in the country where you are. You can't move around. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's like a plane ticket. You don't. But, if you know before Shabbos you're going to need your passport, just like other Muxamachas Chesunikis, what you should have them do is have in mind before Shabbos that you're going to use it on Shabbos. Uh, and therefore, you'll be able to use your passport mm. to get into the places you need. And that's a Chiddush in Muxamachas Chesunikis, that even though it's so machmer, because it has no permitted use, if you have in mind before Shabbos, you're able to miyachet for to use on Shabbos. Okay? Clear? Yeah. Next right. week we'll pick up a different topic of Muxa, Muxa Machas Isser, about using different Kalim, which you could move with Sukhma Kamo, but what makes them Usser and what's not. Okay.